Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. They say that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But in the case of Derek Kaufman, the apple rolled all the way to L.A. The one thing Derek and his mother share in common, however, is the love for breaking news. TMZ is breaking news faster than the New York Times. So sit back and enjoy the news from Hollywood as only the Kaufman family can bring it. Well, it's been a while. You know, your son gets to be more famous than you, and then he can, you know, do your show when he feels like it and go to Hawaii when he feels like it. How you doing, kid? I'm hanging in there. You know, we got back just in time, and then the whole uh, island's on fire. We were actually on Kauai, and it was beautiful. I mean, paradise. But what's going on over there is just devastating. That's a true... Uh, a true disaster area, and you don't expect Hawaii to be on fire. No, I, I was shocked at some of the pictures, and there's upwards of 31 people already dead, and they haven't even you know, been able to get into some of those areas. So our prayers go out to the people on Maui. You know, how this affects their tourism and everything else is just amazing. But I'm glad you're back. I didn't need that kind of worry. It was sad enough that you weren't on the show. I didn't need to think you were on fire either. Yes, yes. And we're home. We're safe and sound. And I still got my, my tan. But, you know, as you said, thoughts, thoughts are with the people back there in Hawaii because Maui is, is a beautiful place. And, and, and it's devastating to, to see this news. Absolutely. But there's plenty of celebrity news. We missed some of it, but we still got plenty to talk about. First and foremost, who is Little Tay or Lil Tay? You know, that's a question on everyone's mind. We know Lil Tay around here because a few years ago, she blew up on the Internet as the littlest flexer. She was this young girl who would hold stacks of money to her ear. She would spout out, you know, foul mouth rants. Um, and she became a bit of an Internet sensation. She'd be in videos with, like, Jake Paul and, and things like that, somewhat of an influencer. Then she went away completely. Mm -hmm. um, and. A few days ago, there was a post on her social media account that said that she had died. And her brother, who was also part of her initial story, because maybe he was sort of coaching her to say some of these things, he has an older brother, was also dead. Uh, many media outlets ran with this. And they mm -hmm. said, Lil Tay has passed away, did tributes, you know, big media outlets. But we didn't because we had the whiff of something not smelling quite right. And we checked in with our Lil Tay sources, and there was a lot of confusion so we paused, and then we learned that she released a press release saying, I'm not dead, and I'm actually the victim of abuse, and my, my uh, social media account was hacked, potentially by AI. And now people are speculating, did you do this potentially to um, you know, get yourself back in the news? Because she's been quiet for a little while, and she was a big deal for a few minutes, and now people are wondering, did you take your own death? You get media attention. Yeah, and that won't bode well for her because, you know, it's one thing to make up stories about other people, but when you make up stories about your own death, people get very angry. Oh, yeah. Look, it's not clear that that's what's going on, and I, and I do want to keep somewhat of an open mind, but 
this is the world that we live in, where everything is looked at with a jaundiced eye. We have to be very vigilant and skeptical in journalism, particularly and particularly in the world of social media influencers who come out of nowhere, then disappear and come back. You just have to be very, very skeptical and, and work your sources so you can get to the truth. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's hard these days. It is. It's hard. And, you know, and, and big companies and corporations want to tap into the influencers, and you know that better than anyone, and you don't know who you can trust. I mean, now you've got corporations that are using all these, uh, you know, gender dysphoric uh, people to promote their products. We, of course, think uh, often of how it backlashed on Bud Light, but, you know, now there's uh, Disney has got some transgender dude dressed up in princess dresses, and how, I don't know, you're a parent of young children. Is that going to fly? You know, it, it remains to be seen where this story, uh, where, where where this ends up. I mean, I think there is now a, a vocal backlash. We've got an election coming up where these are hot-button issues, and people are going to be voting on them, as you mm-hmm. said. I mean, there's a lot of outspoken people uh, on the Republican side who are saying enough is enough, and uh, we're going to push back, and we're going to run on these issues and really see where the country stands. I, I don't know. I think, you know, there are certain coastal uh, people who, who feel a certain way about these issues, but I'm not sure they're representative of the middle of the country. No, they're definitely not, but gee, but they still have a lot of power. Let me ask you, like, it, you know, I'm a big fan of Elon Musk. You know that. I find him en- entertaining. I find him brilliant. I find him definitely one of those people, Renaissance kind of people, to come along in this generation. And yet, is he going to fight Zuckerberg? What's going on with that? You know, it's it's wild because he is promoting X, which he has rebranded Twitter as X. So when he can't, comes out with uh, big statements, uh, you have to sort of be skeptical about what is going on and whether he's just drumming up enthusiasm for his social media uh, outlet. But here's where, where things stand. They were going to do the fight. Mark Zuckerberg uh, originally reached out to Dana White, who is the head of UFC, and to get him involved in organizing this thing, because it'd be a huge deal. Now Elon says, Dana's not involved with this. This will be run by our foundations. It'll be for charity. Um, and he's indicating that it will still happen. The timing is unclear. Uh, and he's saying it's going to happen in Rome amidst the ruins, possibly at, at the Colosseum. But he says, look, i got to get shoulder surgery. Elon Musk is 51 years old. That's the yeah. reality. Yeah. He is much larger than uh, Mark Zuckerberg, but Mark is much younger and, mm-hmm. and, and more skilled at this point. So a lot of people speculate that Elon wants to get his shoulder fixed and he wants to train. Uh, yeah. Even though he knows some karate and some taekwondo and judo, it's clear that Mark Zuckerberg has devoted a lot of his life recently to Brazilian jiu-jitsu and is in tremendous shape, and Elon wants to make sure that he can keep up if he mm-hmm. actually gets in the ring. Um, I do think it'll happen. I think he's spoken enough. Um, you know, a lot of people say this is the start of him weaseling out, but there's a lot on the line, and since they're doing it for charity, it would really be uh, a, a, an awful story for him if he backed out. Right, and win or lose, if charities get money, they're both going to come off That's heroic, right. you know. So I, I, I agree with That's you. That's right. I think backing down is, is not really an option for him. And, and like you said, it'll raise a tremendous amount of money. There's so much interest in this. And I actually think as a fight prognosticator, he's so much bigger. If it's a quick fight, he said this, uh, he'll dominate uh, Mark Zuckerberg just on size alone. But if it goes a long time, I think endurance can come into play in Mark has yeah, well, we'll see. I I would I would actually fly to Rome to watch it, 
because I think <laughs> you'll I think go to the Coliseum just, for. I, I mean, it's, it's an incredible event to to sort of think about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, what's going on with uh, Pearl? I mean, she's one of the RuPaul drag queens, and apparently, she made a very big error. Yeah, you know, she stepped in it. Pearl is having to apologize and walk back what she was calling a 90s Britney Spears-esque look. Uh, she took a ton of heat. You can look at the pictures on our website. It looks like blackface. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it really does. She is uh, walking it back. She's taking the photos down and has called it hand face, and she was only trying to do an homage to 90s-era Britney. And I can mm-hmm. see that, but she, she has some uh, oversized lips. Uh, it is certainly much darker than her natural complexion. It's problematic, and it offended a lot of people. And so she took it down. She said she meant no offense, but these things live. Uh, This is what the Internet does. You can take down whatever photo you want. Once there's a news story, if you Google Pearl, this is going to come up. Um, And so she's trying to sort of manage uh, how negative things have turned. And, you know, I I don't necessarily think she had any malintent, but it's certainly getting a lot of negative attention. And wouldn't everybody be waiting to hear what RuPaul has to say about it? I mean, she is the preeminent drag queen. Yeah, look, and then that's and 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 Pearl became famous on that show. So right. uh, you know, maybe RuPaul will have to sort of weigh in. It depends on how big this story gets. Right now, it, it's something that Pearl is managing. But if it starts to impact RuPaul's Drag Race and starts to drag down that show, so to speak, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would imagine RuPaul will weigh in, and whether he uh, how 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 he decides to manage that, I don't know. Well, and we've always talked about Kevin Costner and these terrible uh, stories about his divorce and everything else, but there's like a kind of funny Kevin Costner story on your website right now. Yeah, look, he's a Swifty. Um, and this is uh, <laughs> funny because we got uh, footage of him at the concert with his daughters. You know, he's going through an incredibly nasty divorce, one of the, one of the nastiest I've seen in a number of years with lots of money on the line and lots of back and forth in court documents. Um, and of course, he was having a moment in this video where he is listening to We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, mm-hmm. and everyone is reading into it because his daughter is sort of singing along without a care in the world, and he's just got a sort of wry grin on his face, um, and he was sort of feeling it. He says, look, uh, I had an amazing time with my daughter. I'm, I'm blown away by watching someone so talented. This Taylor Swift phenomenon is incredible. I haven't seen anything like it, I think, since the height of Madonna, and I'm not even sure that is on the level of what I'm seeing, where the friendship bracelets, the celebrities, everyone's singing along, everyone's social media feeds are dominated by concert footage, and he's part of it. And, you know, we got Paul Stanley, incidentally, at the airport recently and said, look, uh, he also is a Swifty and went to the concert, and he said, look, people can be naysayers. This is what happens when someone is so big, but let some of your cynicism down. She's a lot of fun to go to her concert, and you don't have to love her as a person, but she's clearly having a moment. I guess. I mean, I have to admit that, you know, my producer, Sharina, was all upset because she's on some waiting list for tickets. And, you know, and I'm thinking, really? You, you know, it, people it's care undeniable. That much? Taylor Swift is going to probably walk out of this tour as a billionaire. I mean, she's going to wow. improve her net worth by potentially 300 or 400 million dollars. She's already around 700 million. It's incredible. I don't think we've ever seen anything like it. And it's impossible to get tickets. And if you can, you're spending six, seven hundred, a thousand dollars for them. Well, I keep looking at the videos of my granddaughter, Nixie, your daughter, and I think there's a future 
in you know showbiz for my granddaughter. If we can ever get her nose out of a book, she might actually. Oh, be the hey, next good tale. luck. She's she's <laughs> she's knee deep in Greek mythology at all times, so I'm not sure she's interested in Taylor Swift yet. We got to get her some singing lessons. <laughs> all right, and finally, I'll leave on a happy note. It looks like uh, Oprah Winfrey, who has a lot of property in Maui, has gone out there to be of use. I I have to give her a hand for that. Yeah, you got to give her a look. We also did a story on our website that Floyd Mayweather is helping out a lot of the people who are stranded in Maui and getting them over to Oahu. So say what you will about celebrities. Sometimes they really do step up in times of these. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, kid. You keep uh, doing what you're doing. Celebrity gossip's the, the bomb. See you soon. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. All right, and that pretty much wraps it up for me. I uh, just want to ask you to stay safe over this weekend. And my plan is to be back here on Monday at 3 p.m., if it be his will and he delays his coming. Remember what lies behind us and what lies ahead of us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. So wherever you are, just be yourself. Everybody else is taken. And then as always, may God bless you. And may God bless the United States of America. See you all on Monday.